What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Econ Billionaires Podcast. And today, today's episode is um, something really special. I have an interview with Sam Martinez that I did, in, or Sam Martinez the fourth or the third. I'm sorry, <laughs> that I did. Oh man, I think it's the fourth. Uh, it's Sam Martinez IV. But anyways, um, <laughs> this is from a live that I did in my Facebook group on Friday, so just a few days ago. Um, in the beginning of the audio, it starts off with us kind of talking about um, trying to figure out how to get on the live. We had like some technical difficulties and we ended up just doing it on Zoom. So when you hear us first start uh, talking about, you know, with Sam asking if I can see him and if I can hear him, that's why. Because um, I, I cut into the middle of the conversation instead of uh, letting you guys hear all of that. And yeah, I'm on the train right now while I'm recording this. I know you guys hear that in the background, but um, it's the morning time and I'm on my way to work and I wanted to make sure that I can publish this for you guys. So with that being said, I'm going to cue the intro and then as soon as the intro is over, it'll go straight into the recording from the interview. What's up, everyone? I'm Ron Carter, and I'm part of an underground movement of entrepreneurs who pride ourselves in giving value over making the sale. We put our message out to the world and let the people we can help come to us. We keep our nose to the grindstone because we know that every piece of content we publish is like a beacon of hope for the people we aim to serve. Unlike traditional marketers, we don't build complicated systems or funnels for the main objective of getting the sale or cheat by starting off with big piles of venture capital cash. Instead, we provide value, solve problems, build relationships, and most importantly, we empower others to do the same. We focus on contributing rather than converting. We're not in this game just to make money, but to make a difference. We build lifelong fans who we can serve over and over again. You're listening to Ecom Billionaires Podcast, and we are future billionaires. Yeah. Uh, I can't see you, man. Yo, we are good. We're good. I mean, I can hear you, but I can't see you. You can't see me? But it's all good, man. No, you gotta, um, you gotta turn your video settings on. Um. I thought I had them on. Hold on. Are you on your phone? No, I'm on the computer. Yeah, you just got your uh, video setting off. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should be able to turn that on real quick then. Oh, you know what, man? It depends, man, because let me, let me ask you something, because this might be the problem. Like, uh, this because this is exactly why I needed a new computer. Like, either way, this is recording now. So, like, we still have the audio regardless. And anybody okay. joining, um, you know, they, they can still listen. And, and they see me, you know, talking and, like, packing my computer up a little bit and I'm, I'm about to go into my natural state where I'm like walking and but, um, doing your thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's how I do this. Uh, but, oh, shit, sorry guys, hold on one second. Um, oh, yeah, it told me I what can't. What I was going to say about the computer. Yeah, it told me I can't start the video. No, yeah. Um, did it say something about your Google Chrome um, well, needed to it, be updating or something like that? It says, fail to start video camera. Please select another video camera and settings. 
that's weird. Yeah, it it's really weird. It depends. Like in my experience, it depends on like uh, either your computer or whatever software that you're running on there. But if um because of all the updates that are like happening like consistently, and hey Connie, thanks for joining. By the way, uh, like all the updates that are consistently happening to like Google and, and Facebook and all these live streaming platforms, if we're not, um, if we're running like an older software, like for example, my last computer was a 2012 MacBook. Oh, wrong way. Wait a minute. I go that way. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Dude, I hate that. Dude. Well, it's because it's like it's a restaurant, but then like one side goes into these gated apartments, so oh, it's damn. like that went into their apartment, you know. <laughs> so, um, if you're not if you're not using a new software, like I was using a 2012 MacBook, and it was running the. Uh, what is it? The uh, the old Mac software that has the Galaxy on it, whatever one that was, from 2011, 2012. And because that was the software was that old, I couldn't update Google Chrome. Like the updates for Google Chrome were like too much for it, I guess. And so oh, like shit. I couldn't update okay. to a certain version. Like so the Google Chrome that I had was outdated. So because of that, um, it didn't matter what. Uh, webcam I had connected. It didn't matter uh, if I was using the webcam on the on the computer. Um, it, it, it wouldn't run through the software. I couldn't live stream anything. And so that's why I was so stoked about getting my new computer when I did get it because I, I made sure that I got a computer that I would be able to live stream from. I looked up the specs and what, um, at least what software version of Mac that I needed to run to be able to do that. And, um, and that's what I went shopping for. Uh, because I wanted to use Be Live. Um, because yeah. I, knew, I saw somebody else doing it. I saw Jason uh, Blazifer doing it in his group. And uh, and, I, and I knew I wanted to do it. But anyways, um, that's a little side topic. And for anybody, um, for anybody who is listening to the podcast later on, um, we kind of connected a, a little bit. Um, we were trying to go live um, in, in our Facebook group. And uh, but, you know, we were using the software for the first time, trying to invite a guest on for the first time uh, live and uh, ran into just a couple of tech issues. And, and so we went into a different way of recording this and we're just on a Zoom call right now. And, and everybody who's on the live got an invite link. So so they're just kind of watching. And and uh, so, yeah, we're just going to do it this way. And um, but before we just dive into anything, Sam, uh, yeah, can you uh, just give us like a, a little introduction, like tell us about yourself and and uh, and what it is that, that you do. I kind of went into it a little bit on the other video and awesome, got your video up. Oh, can you see me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. all right, I, I decided to do it on my phone. I just typed in the, the, the number. So I was like, all right, cool, that works. Yeah, right all on, right, man. So yeah, all right, just a little bit about me. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't expect that to work. <laughs> oh, sweet. All right, you gotta love technology, man. Regardless. Uh, right. But all right, all right. So I appreciate I appreciate that, man. All right, so a little bit about me. Um, it's been actually hard to describe that because I've been so many things for so many years. But <laughs> lately, as of lately, you know, I'm an author. 
I'm a father, I'm a husband now, and uh, I'm just one of those kind of entrepreneurs who's just trying to figure things out. Um, I'm nobody special, but you know, I try and I work really hard and I just, like Ron, I'm just trying to make something out of nothing and I'm just trying to do what I can to provide for my family in whatever ways that I that I feel I can. So, um, you know, I'm not, I'm like 27 years old. I'm not like anything crazy. I don't have all kinds of money. I don't have all kinds of businesses or anything like that. But what I can say is that I'm like a workaholic slash workforce who just tries to be there and be present and loves to talk about gratitude, momentum, energy, empathy, and awareness for ourselves. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of a little bit of me, I guess you could say. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Coughing on the soda. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, you know, when, when we first connected, like, what was it, like nine months ago now? Um, uh, I just, I loved your message because I could tell, like, for everybody um, watching, like, we connected just by listening to each other's podcasts and, and, and through Instagram, I think. Uh, yeah, man. Like, yeah, I was literally. like, whoa, there's another dude with a podcast on Instagram? And, um, yeah, and so, like, I started listening, and and just from my prior experience of, like, uh, before I even went into business, and, and, like, when I was, like, on the street, and, and, like, I really had to go through all this personal development just to, like, get myself to the point where I was, like, mentally stable enough to have just a normal job and be in society like a normal person again and um and and that stuff was like massively important and i can totally i can totally like tell that um you know there's going to be a lot of people that are going through uh, shifts of adversity like especially starting business and um and, and and trying to like start like side hustles for themselves while working full-time jobs and not knowing what that really entails what the whole process entails yeah. You know, when they start, and uh, and I can tell that the stuff that you're talking about and, and, and what you're doing um, is like it's almost like an antidote for that, you know. And I've been experiencing it myself, but um, but before I like jump the gun on any of that, like um, you want to just like kind of share like just like like your backstory how you kind of got involved in, into like your message and like how that came yeah. about. Yeah, dude, yeah. So I would be happy to tell that. Um, so I, the main like, the main basis for my whole like book that I wrote is kind of like a resemblance to like the way that I used to live, which is like, I didn't have much. I grew up with like not a lot at all. And I had to really make do with what I had. And not only that, but like to, to figure out that like you're gonna be a dad at 19 years old, it's really hard to figure out like what the next step is, especially if you don't even know who you are, which is really tough for a lot of people. Like I've had my dad tell me a lot of times that like it's hard for him to even be comfortable with who he is because back in the day, you know, you get ridiculed for feeling like you get ridiculed, like you get ridiculed for certain things as a man, like it, just even as a man in general, like you, you get told like, don't be like, don't be a girl, don't be a, don't be a bitch, like don't be a, you know what I mean, this and that. And it's like, well, what am I supposed to do with these feelings, right? And so like that, that is kind of like what propelled everything. Like when I was growing up, it was like, keep everything stuffed down, do what you gotta do, provide for your family and just be a, be a man about it. You know what I mean? And 
my whole life, if I never really had that, that like stability of somebody telling me like, okay, this is the right thing to do. Okay, this is what I did. And maybe you should or shouldn't do this thing. And so I always had to kind of like be that example. I had to either fail and fall flat on my face or I had to like really excel and just like take, take it in stride and just keep running with, like keep running with it. And it's really hard to be able to kind of differentiate what to do in what times. And so like the reason and the main reason for like what I started in doing what I do is because I didn't have the guidance. Like I didn't have the, the people behind me. And I, honestly, bro, like even you and a few other people, I didn't have you guys. Like I didn't have nobody telling me like, yo, you're actually good at this shit. Or like, yo, you actually know what you're talking about. Or yo, like you actually have a good, a, a good like handle on this stuff. Like I didn't have anybody telling me any of that. All I had was at that, at, at the time when I was realizing all this, I had two kids, like two different moms for those kids. And like me trying to figure out what to do with all that. And it's like, well, what do you do other than like your backs against the wall and you just kind of do what you feel you have to do. And so like what I did, unfortunately, was I became very like entitled. I became very egotistical. I became like, cause I was doing music and like originally what I wanted to do was become like this big, huge, famous rapper, which everybody wants to do nowadays. And so it's like, I wanted to like have this amazing message to tell everyone, right? And so I became like so entitled my ego became so inflamed that I started feeling like I like like I was entitled to these things. Like, oh, I deserve to, you know, manipulate my family. I deserve to, you know, cheat on my wife. Like I deserve to like do all these things, right? Like because I work hard, because I didn't get this, because I didn't get that. And like it's when you come to a brink of like almost losing your entire family, like you losing everything that you've worked to get, it's very frustrating because even when you like get to that zone where you're like very egotistical manipulative like even then it's not satisfying even then you can lose everything that you ever cared about and feel empty and so like one thing that I realized was okay I can't be the only one who feels this way like I can't be the only one who's just like confused as shit as far as like what I need to do as a man and as a provider and as just anybody in general in this day and age like spiritually mentally physically like I didn't know what to do and so I kept thinking of different ways, like, okay, how can I improve my life? How can I improve myself? How can I get myself out of this sort of like situation? Almost like how you did, man, like with, with all the stuff that you had to go through. Like you get to this point where you, you you reach this paradigm shift and you're like, dude, enough is enough. Like, like what do I need to do to kind of shift and turn my life around? And fortunately, like me and you, you know, we we got to the point where we saw our mistakes and we started to capitalize on the opportunities and not look at and dwell on the the mishaps you know what i mean and so like that like it, it took a lot man and honestly it took six months of not even being on social media not even having a damn phone because i was too busy trying to like you know prove that i was trustworthy and all these different things and so like it took a lot of just bs man and a lot of crap to really come to the grips of like okay look it's about gratitude for today. It's about momentum for tomorrow. It's about energy for the world. It's about empathy for others. And it's about awareness for ourselves. When you can incorporate these things and you can understand who you are and reach that, that, that level of self mastery in a sense, because obviously we can't master everything. When you can reach that point where you know yourself, it opens up a lot more doors as far as like what you, what you can accomplish. 
Um, and I know you can vouch for that because as soon as you figured out kind of like who you were and what you wanted to do, you got more specific about it. You got yourself out of that hole, which you're probably still digging yourself out of, but still like you get what I mean. And so like, that's kind of like how everything became what it is today. And so ultimately what I want is I want to create this, this like network of people where I can, I can utilize everybody's talents. I can utilize everybody's things that they excel in and I can make them an example. Not the famous people that you all hear about, but the people with real stories, real experience, who don't make millions of dollars, but they do well for themselves. And to express their stories so that I can expose you to them and become that alleyway for you to sort of feel like you can be more than you are because it's, it's fucking 2019, dude. Like you should be able to feel that way. You, you shouldn't feel like you have to resort to Indeed or monster.com or fucking go, you know, door to door asking for applications, you know, for a job. Like you should be able to develop a skill set nowadays. You should be able to figure out what your skill set is and be self-aware enough to execute on the things that you need to do to get where you need to go. And so that's why my whole thing is like PRA, potential reach and aggression. You know, you've gotta, you've gotta realize what your potential could be and use relentless aggression to reach that potential. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's like the whole thing. Sorry. Right. <laughs> go off. Dude. Sorry. <laughs> no, man. Um, it, it's awesome. And, and I totally, I mean, I identify with that like a hundred percent. That's why like the first time I heard that, because it, it's funny because uh, a lot of people get into like, like just to kind of like relate it to, to entrepreneurship in a business. I'm walking around trying to get myself into the light. So Buddy, you guys I love see it. Me. I love I love that you just <laughs> around fucking Cali. Like, just, don't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah. Um okay, that's better. Um it's like uh a lot of people get get into like entrepreneurship and or, or they want to they want to start a business or you know or whatever idea that they have that they that they want to like push forward but it, it's funny because i've realized that depending on whatever stage in, in like my own personal development like wherever like i i've been at in life like that same idea like um i have all these different false beliefs or preconceived notions uh, of what it would take for that to happen depending on where I'm at in my life and, and where I'm at in like my own progression and self-awareness. Like when I was a teenager, I used to think that the only way that you start a business is like there's somebody else who um, has a business and like just gives you it like your parents <laughs> yeah. or something or, yeah. or, um, or like, you know, um, you just have a job at a big corporation. I almost looked at big businesses like they're part of the government. Like it's just there's a corporation and people work there. And like, I just had no idea, right? And and it wasn't until um, when I got in the military that I actually kind of saw how the corporate structure worked. And I was like, okay, well, somebody's in charge of all of this shit. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, and, and really that development is just my understanding of how it all worked. But like, um, like from the outside, but like being a part of, of even setting up a little mini structure, like a funnel and having people come in and manage, making sure that they're happy and, and little stuff like that. And, and really putting in all like countless hours that you need to, to be able to make stuff happen. Um, like I wouldn't be able to do all that if like, when I got out of the military and, and like, you know, my life kind of went off the track, so to speak for, for a little while, 
um, like I was in, in rehab for two and a half years or rehab slash sober living, not because like uh, it was hard to find a place and I was just there for a while. Like I needed to be there. Um, and, and it's because um, like, it didn't take at first. Like I was uh, like relapsing and messing up like every couple months. And um, and that was just trying to live not even a normal life, like a, like a padded life, so to speak, inside of a facility, yeah. you know, where yeah. like they tell you when to do everything. And I couldn't manage that for a while. And, it, and it's like, so every step along the way has been like, like progress from like from that to like um, holding down a steady job while living there to like transitioning out to like living in, in my own spot and um, and then holding on a job and then just having having nothing to do with the rehab anymore. It's like okay, I'm living and working and and then like being totally happy with that and then and then realizing that I wanted more and then having to like keep maintaining that while doing something yeah. else. Um, yeah, it, it's like that it's wouldn't like even seem cycle. like an right, but like that wouldn't even seem like an option if I still had the same mentality that I had when I first went into that rehab when I was like at the beginning of that two and a half year, you know? Um, uh, and it's like, you have to have this mental development. Your, your business can only go as far as, as your personal development will let it, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, because you'll end up just getting in your in your way. Like you'll make some decisions out of ego, or decide that you don't want to do something based off of uh, based off of you feeling some type of way <laughs> about something that's going on in your own life, and and, and then all of a sudden um, you're like putting out fires the next day because of it. And uh, exactly, dude. Exactly. And honestly, man, like that's that's why I feel like it's it's and I, it it sucks because I'm not like I'm not like this reputable source of things. Like I'm not like this Tony Robbins or this you know Dean Graciosi or like I'm not these people, right? But I I live a I live a an abundant life as an ordinary person, and I feel mm. like that is like something where it's like yeah I struggle. Like don't get me wrong. Like I'm not fucking rich by any means. I struggle to pay my bills. Like I struggle to do all this shit, right? But I'm happy. And so like one thing that I feel like a lot of people misconstrue with this entrepreneurship kick is like they almost use that as like their alcohol. They almost use that as their 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 like outlet. They're like, okay, I'm starting a business. Yeah. Well, it's it might be because like everybody's starting a damn business. Everybody with all this abundance and you're comparing your life to theirs and you just want a bunch of shit. Like, you know what I mean? And it, and, and I don't think what they realize is that like when you actually want to start something, like when you actually want to start something that's gonna hopefully change lives one day, it's not so much like all this like good stuff. Like it, it's more so all this like putting out fires, almost like you said, like it's just a bunch of crap on crap on crap on crap that you gotta figure out. And the reason why you have the Jeff Bezos and the Gary Vaynerchuks and all these people is because they love doing it. Like they love putting out fires. They love trying to solve these problems. But like, I think that people get misconstrued with like solving problems and like figuring out who they are. And they kind of like misinterpret both. So they like, they, they put the, the entrepreneurship in front of like taking care of themselves and their needs. So it's almost like, yeah, you're running a business. That's fine. Like you started a, an Instagram, but like, what are you doing 
with your family? Like, what are you doing in the background? Like, are you struggling to just even do this and do that and do this and do that? But you're like kind of flaunting, cause you know how people are on Instagram and all these other social media sites. Like they act like everything's fine, but like in the background, like they're, they're, they're dying. Like they're, they're struggling to breathe. You know what I mean? And what, what I hope to like really do with, with, with everything that I am doing is I want people to be more self-aware in who they are. Like, if you love to just be a, a, a coach and a stay-at-home dad and, and, and you know, your wife's making the money and you're doing well and you guys are taking two trips a year, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Right. You're doing better off than most people who are running a business, to be honest, because most people who are running a business, they can't even take a damn vacation. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it just, I want people to be more like self-aware in what they want. Like how you are, you, you knew that there's something more out there because of everything that you've been through. And not only that, but like you've been on the street corners, man. Like you've seen the way other people live. You've been exposed to, I don't know how many countless different lifestyles and you don't need all this crazy rich money, but you want to at least have a business that you can say is yours and be profitable every month. Like, it's not like this crazy, like, Oh, I got to be a billionaire by the time I'm this age. And I got to be right. doing what Jeff Bezos is doing. Like, it's not like this crazy, like notion of things. It's like, it's like, no, man, like I'm grateful for what I have, but I know that I'm capable of doing more. And I just want people to do that in the right direction. Because I feel mm. like people just, they, they kind of get caught off guard, man. And they get really distracted, especially when you don't know like what your niche is and who you are you get very distracted as far as like what you think you need. Like, because then if you, if you know you're driven, but you don't know like in what way and you're not very specific about it, like you can say, oh, I'm really driven, but you could be like Hitler, dude. Like you could be doing a, you could be planning the next genocide. You're driven as hell. Like you're passionate <laughs> about what you want, but you're doing it with the wrong morality. Like you gotta figure out who you are. Like you really gotta decide that. And I feel like a lot of people, they just kind of see a lot of things and get influenced by, a lot of uh, the the different people. And so they see a glimpse of like this 15 minute preview of somebody's life. And they're like, okay, I got to emulate my whole life around that 15 second clip or that 15 minute clip or whatever. And it's like, no, they found what they're doing and they made that 15 minute, 15 second clip out of highlights. You know what I mean? Right. So like you've got to just embrace the moment and be who you are. So that way you can create those moments very authentically because the authenticity is what creates the amount of confidence that you need to create that powerful transition into what people are going to want to emulate. And it might as well be positive, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. You, you know, you know, what's, um, what's funny, something that I, that, that I've been experiencing just recently is that when you start to do anything like in business, like when you, when you put effort into anything, like it creates this momentum where it's going it's, it's like for example like what you were just saying like if, you, if i made a video clip where i'm emulating somebody else because i, I want the, the clip to do something i'm going to put money behind it on facebook and and i'm just trying to like like model somebody else's like character in in, in like in their personality to get the results that i see them getting um and uh and like say i do it and it works like people don't think of this like say i do it and it actually does work or it gets some results right and then like i get some people onto my list 
but they subscribe to this character that I'm really not. And so now it's like, yes. now I have to like kind of halfway pretend to be this other thing just to keep them like entertained on the email list. And, um, and it's like, ultimately it's like, what are we doing? Are we creating like another job for ourselves? Or, I mean, like, I don't know about like everybody else, but like, I'm totally like the fact that entrepreneurship makes us money like that's so like freaking rad but like the thing is I started off for money right for sure 100% um because I was like working this really minimum wage paying job like you know tired of just renting a room like I was like okay I'm ready for the next level now I've moved from street to here to here to here now you know but it's not gonna happen here I need to make something else happen so that's why I started but in, in the whole process like after becoming comfortable like being myself and seeing that that's what actually like moves the needle so to speak it's like when you're just you and and you're unapologetically you when you write emails like how you talk and people notice it like for some reason that's what works and it makes sense because we like to connect to real people not uh, other like people that we can tell are being fake or that are like you know um like just fronting or acting like acting like everything is like you can tell they're just not being themselves like even in real life we don't like that you know we'll have like limited interaction or like fake conversations um you know uh i like to call them fake conversations but i mean like you know the the 10 15 second conversations that are like yeah. really about nothing and you know both of you could be thinking in your head like like we could have totally not had this conversation and <laughs> everything would be exactly the same um yeah <laughs> um but um it's like when you're just yourself, people respond to that. And when you do anything but that, you're actually like pigeonholing yourself and you're making it more difficult in the future, even though you, even though you might not see it. And, and so yeah. I started doing this to help other people. And because like, really, like, honestly, I like being able to be free and, and, and be myself and have other people respond to it. That's, it feels good. And especially like, in the day and age when like we're so self-conscious usually you know like especially yeah. online and, yeah and, and uh yeah so i don't know how how i got into that but um i just think that uh like the stuff that that you're doing like and, and that you're talking about like I see it in, in almost like in everything that, that that I'm talking about, like with the momentum and progression and and how it just leads to fulfillment, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And that that's like, that's honestly all it's about, man, is like, I, I really feel like people, they feel like it's almost like Lady Gaga. Like, do you remember when Lady Gaga was like going crazy with her like appearance? And going crazy with her style and she was just like this character it was almost like like she was a fictional character from alice in wonderland that was real right right and like, so captivated by lady gaga it's like whoa and nowadays dude it's like the only the only thing that you remember from lady gaga is shallow like the song with bradley cooper it's like what happened well she stopped acting a fool and like stopped like going all crazy with like the with with all the attention seeking and she started just being herself and what did that lead her it led her to like what i think she got like a grammy or an emmy or something for that damn song um like it, it just like you can't go wrong being authentic 
and the 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 thing that separates like the Gary V's and the like everybody that you see you know what I'm saying the Gerard Adams of the world the the who else the the John Lee Dumas's of the world like they literally are just being genuinely themselves without caring about who's doing what and it, it's it's really interesting to me because you touched on it and you said like a lot of people care like about the like they care about the attention man like they care about like the way that their appearance looks like oh is my hair is my hair okay like do i look all right like does do i look okay like huh? like you know right. what i mean and, dude right. you can't totally do dark hair like you can't be thinking about that shit like if you do it's going to come across as you trying to emulate somebody else that you've already seen which is not authentic at all it's not genuine it's not being yourself and like if if you even look at like I, and and I try to look at different genres of different backgrounds so not even just like singing but when you look at people like Jim Carrey or you even look at people like Robin Williams or Will Smith like look at how genuine they are with themselves and how comfortable they are with the, uh, how comfortable they are in within their own skin and when you can see these things and and I was actually thinking about this the other day so I'm glad we're talking about it is like we we walk around like with this false sense of confidence and it's like this emulated confidence that we see like off of other people but realistically what makes things cool quote unquote is the people being confident in what the fuck they're doing like the people who have no remorse with who they are like are that's who the people who set the trends are it's the people who like don't give a crap about what they look like to who they're talking with or whatever the case may be. I mean, obviously, you know, dress to impress, you got to make a good first impression, all these other different things, but like you got to right. do it in your own way. You know what I mean? Like there's a way to do it in your own way and there's a way that's doing it like the normal society who's doing it. And so like one thing that I like one thing that I that I really like to touch on um, and I touch about I touch on it in my book as far as like the empathy part of it goes because or no not the empathy the um, the truth or the the energy. So when we're doing energy for the world, we have to incorporate our belief systems and our truth systems along with our vibration. So like in order to even figure out what kind of energy you're putting out into the world, you have to identify what kind of vibration you currently have, whether it's very high vibration or very low vibration. When you can identify that, you can start to whittle away at the different belief systems that you've been taught and the different truth system that you've been taught and kind of figure out what it is that you truly believe that is true to you. Like, can you, can uh, you, oh, go ahead. Can you, can, can you give some examples of those, of those different levels of vibration? I mean, just so, um, yeah. you know, anybody watching is, uh, you know, is, is like following along. Yeah. Okay. No. Got you. Got you. So, like a high, like a high vibration is like truth, love. Like those are the highest vibrational emotions. So, like when you are sensing truth, you know, love, you have a very upbeat feeling. Like you feel real good. You know, and and you can tell. Like the people who you talk with, who are very truthful, honest, loving people, who are very gracious. Like you feel very upbeat around them. They have very high energy. They're not down all the time. They're very upbeat. Like everything's kind of like, let's go, let's do this. Let's try to figure this out. Let's, everything's okay. Don't worry about it. Like you have that, that really like secure feeling. When you have, when you experience people with a low vibration or you have a very low vibration, you're very, you know, sluggish. You're very like kind of eh, eh. I'm kind of skeptical about it. I'm not too optimistic, you know, eh. There's something that could go wrong here. Like, eh. 
this could go wrong eh, whatever like you're kind of just mm. in that in that weird like just funk you know what i'm saying it almost like, it, it almost seems more passive like yes like yes passive yes. and analytic exactly exactly and so like when you can identify that because it's a lot it's a it's really hard man for people because people don't want to admit that they're at a low vibration people don't want to admit that they're sad like people don't want to admit that they're not happy that they're not confident that they're not whatever but like when you can have that sense of like okay you know what i'm at a very low vibration all right that's my energy level that's what i'm putting out to the world that's what you all are getting you all are getting my bare minimum guaranteed that's a guarantee but when you can at least identify that you're giving it some respect and when you can give it respect then you can start to move and you can be like all right so what do i even like believe is true to me like what do i even believe is right do i believe that you're supposed to do the right thing okay like blah 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 do i believe that like you're supposed to be a good person blah 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 do i believe or or, or are these the things that people are telling me to believe like are these that like is somebody just telling me i need to be, be a good person i need to just believe that like because some people out there, like they don't, they don't know how to differentiate like what other people are telling them and what they hold true to themselves. And it's hard in this society because we're scrolling like damn near 24 hours a day. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're scrolling all the time and, and co constantly comparing our truths and our beliefs to other people's. How are we supposed to put our, like put our own energy into the world when we're being so influenced by other things from the outside? So that's what I'm saying is like to develop the right amount of energy that you need to put out into the world, you've got to develop the right truth and belief systems that you hold like real to you, that you genuinely believe. I mean, if that's a negative belief where you think, you know, not everybody deserves equal rights or whatever the hell, like that's fine. But you need to at least identify it and know who you are because you're going to be very confused with the world if you can't even identify like what you hold true to yourself and what you believe even you know what i mean so like like you i don't even know how i really we really got on the subject but like you've got to put out the right amounts of energy in the world and you've got to believe certain like you've got to believe what's true to you because that's going to develop the authenticity that's going to develop what's genuine that's going to also negate anybody's opinion of you because that's one of the main things holding people back from doing what they want to do is the opinions of others so it's like if you can believe and be true to yourself about what you want and not only that but distinguish what kind of vibration you're putting out in the world you can really do some damage if you really start to flip that and be like all right this is what i need to do to change or this is what i need to do to like create a better energy into the world like what am i putting out you know what i mean because ultimately you're getting that back so it's like what am i putting out so you got to be genuine you got to be authentic and the way to do that is to really identify what kind of energy you're bringing to yourself and to the world every single day man um dude i agree 100 percent, man uh it, it's funny because back when i it, even back when when i right before i ended up on the street i had this I had like all this clarity right before I got on drugs. This is funny. I don't talk about this that often. Um, so any, any of you guys watching, I talk about me being on the street and I talk about all that, <laughs> all that stuff. I, I mention it often just because I want people to like, even if they like end up listening, I want people to know it's like, it doesn't matter where you start. Like, like if, if you just keep taking action, like it's going to build on itself over time and yeah. like, six years ago i had no idea that this is where i would be going with this but i mean it is um 
Um, but, but before all that happened, what, what I wanted to say is um, when I first got out of the Air Force, I was like doing a lot of meditation, but this is only for like maybe three or four months. I was almost doing it kind of like addictively. <laughs> like, yeah. And, uh, and really I was doing that um, just to kind of pass the time. I was at home. I didn't have any money. I was waiting for like the severance check from the military and I was just there. And so I was meditating like a lot, but um, uh, I ended up going to New Mexico and right when I started like doing like those other drugs and stuff over there um it's funny i have just like a dinner party over there so i'm just thinking like i don't want to be yelling about this stuff but uh, dude no i just think it's funny that like it happened in new mexico obviously like fucking i swear dude we're like the drug people of the world like it's crazy to me how many people get caught up in drugs (laughs) right yeah oh yeah for any of you guys watching yeah um when that happened when i started doing that um uh, it was in the same town that uh, that Sam is, is in. That was one of the things <laughs> yeah. that like we connected. And I was like, "Whoa, dude, you live in New Mexico?" And I was like, "Dude, I was there for like two years." And he's yeah, like, "Yeah, I like, like it. <laughs> the worst time of my life." <laughs> 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 oh, it was the it was the downfall of my whole life, man. Nice. Yeah, you live. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I I escaped out of there on a Greyhound bus, man. <laughs> a big bag, <laughs> for real. Good for you, bro. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> oh. But um. But when I when I was there though, and I started doing that stuff, like I had this mental like clarity though, and I was like, um, I mean beforehand, like I was aware. Like I, I remember the first day that I woke up and I felt like withdrawal symptoms. The very first day that I woke up and was like, whoa, you were doing this too many days in a row, and you feel like really weird. And and like we went most of the day, like me and my roommate. Um, and most of the day not doing anything and thinking we kind of had the flu and then we were like talking and we both talked ourselves into like well maybe we just go get some more and then and then we'll do it and then if we if all the symptoms go away then we'll know that we're fucked and so like we're like perfect that's a good idea and this is the beginning of that addict behavior i'm like that's perfect justification let's go do that um and in the back of my mind though, as we were going, like a part of me knew like, dude, you can do this and your life is gonna go this way or you can do that and it's probably gonna go this way. Because at the same time, um, I was getting ready to go to school for electrical engineering um, at CNM and then transfer to UNM, that was the plan. And school was starting like at a month. Like school still hadn't started yet. I was just there, had like my severance check, a bunch of money. It was just kind of like wasting time, like and thinking that I deserve to be able to hang out and party and do all this stuff. So I was in the military for eight years, and and um, and I guess like even uh, even even progressing through like. I guess what I'm trying to say is like even back then like I had this big um even as I made that decision and I still went and did that that day and that and my life really did go this whole other way that I didn't expect like you know I escaped out of Albuquerque right on the bus but then you know four months later is when I was homeless here in LA and with nobody that I knew and it was just another chapter where it was like 
I thought that that was bad, you know, but, um, but it's like where, where it gets unexpectedly like worse, you know, and, but that led to, um, to getting through that and really finding out like who I really am, you know, and, um, and so it's like, even if you, I guess what I'm trying to say is even if you're in a spot where you feel like, like trying to be like this positive, like person that's like, just like not at a low vibration or, or or whatever like seems like that's just not you and it's like well what the fuck um like like i would have felt like that back then and it's like if you just keep striving to be who you are regardless of what that is and like unapologetically who you are but not in like a, not in like a negative or aggressive towards other people way but just yeah, like, like where be fucking a dick <laughs> right right <laughs> but but if you're just, you're just right but if you're just who you are and, and, and you're cool with that and you and you and you make decisions based off of that if you actually make decisions based off of what you know that you love and what you want to do and you move towards that um instead of the other way um like your life is going to build and progress and 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 in whatever slump or funk or, or low vibration that you may be in right now uh, if you are in one um you're gonna build build yourself through that and then you know build something that you wouldn't even be able to like imagine right now um because that's what's happening for me you know um especially if this keeps going you know mm-hmm. yeah um <laughs> 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 so yeah and, and that's why I identify so much with, with what you're doing and, and your message and it's like every time I hop on Instagram or, or hear like you know some quotes or, or a new episode that you have out for the podcast it, it's always it's always some dope shit that's like applicable to to what we're doing man and um, man, I'm just glad that we connected bro Hell yeah, dude. No, and that's that's honestly like what I try dude, that's honestly like what I try and do, man, is I just try to normalize normal shit for people. Like I hate that like so many people feel like they've just gotta be something special. Like you are something special. Like don't think you're not something special. Like anything that you know right now that you have that you can just put out to the world that is of a higher vibration is something to contribute. You know what I mean? And like and, and to go with that, even one thing that I like to talk about, and one thing that I don't know if I've ever like, I, I should do a video on this. But one thing that I've that I've realized is, you know, all those like memes and all those questions, like, what would you tell yourself like 20 years ago, five years ago, like, what would you tell yourself mm. that would change things, right? Like, what would you tell your younger self? Is like the thing. Right. I've thought about it, man, and I like cannot think of one thing that I would tell my younger self because I, I'm scared. I'm scared that if I told my younger self something different, I might not have the life that I have. Like, I, I'm really scared that like my kids might not be the same. I'm scared that I might not even have kids if I told myself some advice like earlier. And so one thing that right. I try to like really emphasize to people is like, don't, don't wish you can sit there and tell yourself something different back in the day. Just be what you know you can be today. Like. And I, and I wrote this today in a in a Facebook post. It was like a po it was like a poetic thing, because I'm starting to do poetry again. But like I wrote like you know you can't change what was or what can like you can't change what was and what will be. You can only change what is right now. That's it. Like that's all you can change. That's all you have control over. So like 
to sit there and worry yourself over like, oh, I can be this, or I want to be this, or like, I wish I did that, or I wish I could have changed this. It's a waste of time because what you went through might not have molded you into what you are today. And so you might right. not be, you might not be preaching this message, man, if you didn't come to New Mexico and get all fucked up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like right. it might not have happened, dude. Like you might not be preaching the same message if you didn't come here. If you didn't, if you didn't go through those things, you wouldn't have that gratitude. You wouldn't have the same message. It, you would not be the same you. And granted, yeah, you might be in a better off place. But to dwell over that, man, is like such a waste of time because mm. you could still have it. Like, what's stopping you from, from, from doing all that? What's stopping you? And the only thing that is stopping you is your, your inability to just be present in this moment and make the best decision with what you've got because you're too busy worrying about the past and not making the same mistake, or you're too busy focusing on the future and trying to worry about what the hell kind of outcome you're gonna dictate. But if you can just, if you can just be you, like you're saying, man, if you could just be you and embrace all that you are, embrace the imperfections because those are what make you perfect. That's what really starts to resonate with people because then it's like, oh man, this dude like is not perfect. He's showing humility because he know he sucks and he's fucking admitting it. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, you resonate with somebody who tells you that they suck as opposed to somebody who's pretending to be perfect. It's mm. just, it's a weird like psychological thing, but we just, we resonate with human beings. Like it's a weird phenomenon, but hu as humans, we resonate with humans. Like who would have thought? You know, like, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just, it, it's, it's insane to me. And so like, I agree with what you're saying. Like you can't sit there and like, yeah, you know, like you said, like my life could have went this way. My life could have went this way. My life could have been this. My life could have been that. Yeah, you can sit there and fucking dwell on that for hours. Like you can make a whole, you, you can spend all your binge watching on Netflix time for that, literally, and still spend the exact same amount of time. But like to do that is a waste of energy because you could be transmuting that energy into something totally different that could possibly be changing the world. 100%. 100% man uh, um, man uh, thank you for thank you for coming on but hey before before we like like start wrapping anything up or anything um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to make sure that everybody knew um, about your book man and um, yes dude I've done and... a terrible job of promoting my book so I appreciate you <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I feel like everybody has been promoting my book except for me, dude. It's been awful. my dad. My dad is like, dude, I've been pimping your book out all day, every day to everybody, and I'm just like, man, I've made like a few posts on it. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god, man. But um, but no, I appreciate that, man. I I I've been I've been doing a terrible job, but my book is on all, everything that we just talked about, dude. Like. And I don't know if you've gotten it yet or if you've ordered it yet, but if not, I'll send you. Actually. A... No way, dude. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. I didn't start it yet. I just opened it just the other day. Um, but yeah. yeah, it came in last weekend. And uh, yeah, I cracked it open and I just started, I started reading in a random chapter, you know, because I really want to sit down and read it when I know that I have time to, to read it, you know. And um, actually, I might be able to this weekend. But um, yeah, I read through just a little bit, and, and it's just 
the same the same gold you know it's just it's solid gold i like your writing you know and um in in your message and so yeah i know it's not gonna disappoint dude i appreciate that man you you and like a select few people you guys have been really like good about like like there was this one dude who's literally from new mexico like from albuquerque he was like he ordered 15 copies man it was like my first bulk book order i was so excited i was so excited um and so like it's been dope that was the first time i've ever seen it on another person's screen dude that is so sick <laughs> I, love it. I love it and um there i'm not gonna lie like there might be a few weird like oddly worded like phrases there might be a, like a few typos there might be something like some, like some weird stuff i tried to get everything and make sure that it was all good but you know you can only do so much and so like if right. there's anything that is off or whatever i'm gonna take notes and i'm gonna make like a 2.0 version because you can do that on amazon you can make like a like a, a second edition right that, like has more stuff so i think i'm gonna include like more stuff that i excluded from the book and then incorporate all the new suggestions that people might be doing um but man it's it it literally is about so when you read it you'll know but like there's this short story that's involved and it's it, it includes this dude named jericho and he doesn't have much he never grew up with much and he starts to learn that it's more so about the journey like it's more so about every step not about the finish line it's not about finishing first it's not about even finishing in general it's about taking the sights in because the the merit the ultra marathon which is um it, it takes place over a week it's, a, it's basically four marathons combined into one race it takes seven days to complete and basically what all these what all these runners learn is that it's about looking at the 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 sites it's about taking in the moment it's about embracing the people it's about it's it's not about finishing the race at all it's about really embracing the beauty that is right now with where you are because these things have this thing called like rainbow valley which is like a vast mountain of just rainbow colors there's um there's like things that look like moon rocks where they actually do nasa like tests like they send the rovers out on these rocks so that way they can make sure that it's like because it's the only thing that's that's equivalent to like moon rock terrain and other planet terrain mm -hmm. so they do that these people are running on this shit like sometimes they get infections they can't finish the race like there's all kinds of different shit that happens to jericho and so there's a short story incorporated with it and then at the end of each little clip of this short story there it goes into gratitude for today momentum for tomorrow energy for the world empathy for others and awareness for ourselves and it talks about how he's kind of incorporating each part of these into his race and so that's what i really love about it and um my hope is that with people like it, it just can open your eyes to really seeing the beauty for what your life is and not wishing for anything different because only when you can be grateful for what you have can you receive more um, and I truly believe that because unless you are grateful, you're always going to want more. You're always going to never be happy with what you've got. So you're always going to crave more and more and more and more. And the reason why I know that is because I have an addictive personality as well. Like I get addicted to things. Like if I have ice cream one night, I will fucking eat all the ice cream. Like, like I, <laughs> like you can't give me like a box of like the M&M ice cream things because I'll eat all six of them in a night and i know that there's six of them because i i will do it <laughs> like, <laughs> i know it. like so, so like i have an addictive personality man it's hard for me to stop doing shit so it's like i know that like you have to see the, the beauty and what is before you'll stop and you'll and you'll realize what's going on and you know to just be grateful for what you have so that's kind of the basis for it and then also 
to just be self-aware of who you are so that way you can further kind of be specific about what the hell you want to do because i know even you can vouch for it like when you when you know who you are and you know what you want like you you know you know you know what you love you know that you love to learn about these funnels you know that you love to help people you know that you love to like see people into a new light that you that you had left that you can create like so it's like when you know that and you know how to pinpoint that specifically you can start attacking the shit out of that and feel just good about your days which i'm sure you do like even though you work a, a regular job you know you you find the beauty in in what you can offer the world and that's what i and, want for people and man. i just want that and, and dude another thing that, that that made me think of that um actually i thought about this earlier too when you were talking um a real benefit of that, of really knowing who you are and, and what you want, is when you start to pursue that, um, what's inevitably going to happen is, is no, no matter what what it is that your, your skill is or whatever it is that you're pursuing, when when you start to follow what it what it is that you love, and especially if it's something that you start to get good at, you start to do it. Um, a whole bunch of different people are going to start coming at you about different things things that are kind of related like for example um uh for example maybe you uh i'll just give an example for, for me it's easier um like so I, i'm posting about building funnels on, on instagram and i'm letting people know about what i what i do and and i start building um a funnel for somebody for free and and word kind of gets out that i can do these funnels to a couple people like in my area and so then people um start coming to me wanting websites done they, they, but they don't want funnels they want websites like wordpress sites like a straight and landing I, page <laughs> like like regular like with the menu and like nothing Damn. wrong with that like there's you know like where it's like you know you have your home page and then your contact us and you know, regular website um and I could have built those. Um, I could have had my first client, my first paid clients ever. Um, and I could have been building websites. And uh, and I realized like, it's not really what I want to do though. And, like my whole point is, when you know what you want to do, when you know who you are, it makes it easier to say no. Because yeah. you, you, you have to learn to say no, because when you know who you are, you know, you know what resonates with you and you know what doesn't. And, and and your friends and your family might think you're crazy when you're saying no to certain things, but you ultimately know what's gonna make you happy and what isn't, regardless of what com what else comes with that, regardless of if quick money or quick checks um, come with that. Um, because I know now, like I'm doing this because I, I love affiliate marketing and I love being able to, um, being able to like help a lot of people like at once like and, and grow an email list and build trust with people and, and really like build a tribe um instead of building like a team um of people who are executing on a task uh, i can build a tribe of, of people who are all like minded and, and we can you know do the same thing together like where where we're selling other people's products and maybe um maybe i can move eventually to showing people how just to you know do affiliate marketing and sell that as a product you know eventually but um like i like being able to like connect with individual people like this have the freedom to promote what i want and the things that i'm actually using and, and do it just by sending an email and um 
and and I know that that's what I resonate with. Even though I could do all the other stuff, I could, um, you know, be in the service business and be building funnels for other people and writing email sequences for other people, and 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 I've tasted that and I've tested that and I've tried that and 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 I can do it. I'm doing it a little bit, but I'm realizing that even the little bits that I'm doing that are taking away from the thing that I know that I love. Yeah, no, exactly, dude. And that's, that's where I feel like people get confused is they like, they they feel like what they're good at has to be what they love. But no, (laughs) no, like what you love is what you can become great at. Not like what you're good at is what you need to do with your life. You know what I mean? Like, so many people like, like, like people with like, who have like played a sport all their lives, and they're really good at it, but they didn't make it pro. What do you do then? Like, what what do you do? Well, you find something that you love after that, and you you become good at it because you love to do it. Like, and and even if like even if you do something that you love and it doesn't make you any money, it still gives you the same level of satisfaction even if you're working a regular nine to five job. Like, just incorporating your process and incorporating what you love and your passion in that process of your everyday life is what you need. You don't need to be making hundreds of thousands of dollars like everybody tells you you need to be making. Like everybody's like, yo, if you're not making hundreds of thousands of dollars in today's society, then there's something wrong with you. No, it just means like that might not be who you are. You might just like you might just might just like to work a fucking minimum wage and live a regular life. Like, god dang, like you gotta hit on me for that. What the hell? So it's just like it, it's literally all dependent on like what the fuck you want like and so so many people like they get confused about that because because again like they see you and then they see me and they're like well i want to do what he's doing i want to do affiliate marketing because i've never done that i want to do this i want to do that and like you're not even like eliminating or stripping away the other beliefs and the and the truth to find you you're just like tagging along to the next bandwagon-ish type thing that you're trying to figure out if you're good at or not and I mean, that could go good if you really like start to just find your niche and you really develop, like envelop in it. But at the same time, like it could really, it could really like disappoint you and discourage you because you're like, oh damn, well I tried another thing and that failed. You know what I mean? And right. so you, you really gotta, like, that's why it's really important to take audit in like what you actually love. Like you identified it. You love to affiliate market. You love, you love to speak with people. You love to like, you love to like promote, you love to like do these different things, man. And like, you're just trying to figure out a way to make that lucrative because you love to do it. Like why fucking not? It's 2019, like might as well. Everybody's making money off doing some shit. Like, so there's that, like, you know, like that's what people need to figure out. It's not that like you have to make money. It's just that like some people have figured out how to do what they love enough to make it lucrative because they didn't give up because they love to do it. Right. And it's who they are. Like people see Gary Vee and they just want to emulate that as opposed to making what they love to do lucrative. Like it just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I always, I always get kind of like in a weird funk about this because a lot of people just try to like copy Gary Vee. Like they just try to copy like all the shit, you know what I mean? And like, it just bugs me because they're not doing anything else other than being themselves. And that's why they're so major. That's why they have so much attention is because they're just right. themselves unapologetically, like you said. And like so many but people- at the same- oh, I'm go sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, no, you're good, you're good. Uh, uh, I was gonna say at, at the same time though, um, like I know when I, when I started, 
like it could depend on just where people are at. I mean, with, with how many eyes are, are on somebody like Gary Vee, there's always going to be people that are just trying to copy and and and, and basically um, try to hack the process, right? Yes. But, yes. Um, but that's the thing. It's like when, when you, it's not really a hackable process <laughs> because the process is is by incorporating it into your daily life. Like that, that's the process. Um, yep. and, and see Gary V him incorporating like all of his content and all of this stuff, his daily process is him with all these cameras recording everything every day. And then a content team, like taking all of that and then mixing it up and all this stuff and putting it everywhere. That's his daily process. So <laughs> to hack that, it's like, well, you just do that. Then first you need a, then, first you need a team of like eight to fucking do all your content. <laughs> right. But but ultimately what he really started off with was one platform on like on Twitter um, back when everybody was on there and just like being himself and talking to everybody. And and it led to all of that like years yeah. down the road, you know? And um, you can't take something that far. Like this is my opinion. You can't take something that far if you don't love it. I mean, you can, but it's going to feel like fucking work. And at least for me, real quick. Right. Right. Um, I didn't start doing a side, a side business in the evening when I'm not at my day job because I wanted <laughs> more work activities, you know? Um, so the stuff that I'm doing is stuff that I'm doing it because it doesn't feel like work. And, <laughs> and, and, and it's so true. It's so true, bro. <laughs> like I could have just worked overtime if I wanted to do that, you know. Um, <laughs> I could have like made, made a little extra money. Like, well, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like this. This stuff is like, like I've turned down like client work recently because I've realized like uh, I don't really. That's not really what I want to do. Like. And, but I wouldn't have known that four months ago. Four months ago, I would have been like, yes, awesome. You're going to pay me and I'm going to do some of this online stuff. Perfect. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even care what it is. Like, you need me Give to, me money. like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like build money. a Shopify store, whatever. <laughs> like, let's do it. Uh, I don't even care. I don't even care what it's for or what the Shopify store is about. Let's just fucking do it. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and now it's like, okay, after like tasting that a little bit, after trying it a little bit, it's like, okay, like it's fun and I like it. I like the fact that I can do it and it's lucrative. Like building a funnel for somebody costs money. And, and I mean, building a funnel for somebody's time consuming, I should say. Yeah. So where, when you, when people trust that you can do it, then it costs them money um, because it takes so long. But that being said, doing that for somebody else's business, um, I, I, I didn't learn this until I started doing it. Doing that for somebody else's business is not, it does not feel the same as when you do it for <laughs> your own, for your own message that you're getting out there that you feel passionate about, you know? I mean, it's yeah. still, even though it's an activity that I like to do, um, it doesn't have that same level of, um, of, of oomph to it you know what I mean yeah, and it still yeah, has I this can, kind of degree of imagine, work I can imagine it's more like oh man like I just did this awesome fucking thing like let's promote the shit out of it and then they're like yo check out my site 
<laughs> like, yo, yo, click the link. Like, and that's it. And it's like, dude, I just worked my ass off for you to just say, click the link. Are you playing with me right now? Right, right. What the fuck? <laughs> not even yeah. like, not even like courtesy of Ron Carter, Ecom Billionaires, please check out the link. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and even then, um, the big thing is, uh, is, as I'm working on the stuff, um, I realized that like, you know, my time was limited because of the day job. And when I'm working on anybody else's stuff, um, I realized that this is time that I could be working on, on my stuff or like, because I have, there's a constant, um, if you think of like a, like a, like a backed up pipe, like a, like a pipe <laughs> that's just backed up and, and like, there's just no flow going through there. Like that's what my ideas are at, or at least it feels like. Like there's always like three things that it's like I'm planning on doing or that I want to do, but they're all revolved around the same purpose. Um, and I'm finally to the point now where I'm starting to chip away at them a little bit, but like I had these other projects going, so it's like they kind of backed everything up. And so as I'm working on other projects, I'm just thinking like, oh, I just I want to be doing that. I got to do this thing. And but it's still the thing that I love to do, so it's kind of hard to like complain about it. And, yeah, it's and, like it's like I'm and really I'm grateful asked. for it. Yeah, exactly. dude, it's like it's like I'm getting what I asked for. Why am I complaining about it? What the fuck? <laughs> right, right. But but that happened from me like not really knowing if I want to be in the service business with funnels or if I want to be just building funnels for myself and showing people how to do that. Um, and uh, and. And ultimately, from like testing it, that's how I know that what I really want to do is show people how to do that. And then like for anybody who wants to move forward with that, maybe I can have a done for you service or something later on. But that would be later on down the road when I can afford to have a team. So it's not me doing all of the done for you service, you know, yeah. and because I know that I don't resonate with that, but I can still make sure it gets done. Um, so. The only way that I would know that though is from taking on those clients and seeing that that's how I feel about that and that it doesn't resonate and then knowing to stop doing it. Um, because even from taking on those work with clients, other offers have came to do that, you know? And so now I have to know, like, ah, no, like, ah, that's not really me, but I can refer them to somebody or, you know, and, and do that respectfully and still like keep pushing and, and, and do me and be happy. Um, yeah. Even no, though I mean, I'm not making as much doing it. Yeah, and see, like, it took a lot of freaking, it, well, what it seems like, like, it took a lot of trial and error. And, like, the the reason, like, and, and the crazy thing, dude, is, like, think about how much trial and error it's taking you to get to this point, right? And, like, so many people, dude, are, like, scared to even start. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, like, if I hadn't even started, I'd still be on the fucking street, like, asking for money. Or even for my case, like, I wouldn't even have a damn family to call my own. Like, it's like, if I wouldn't have started, if I wouldn't have taken that step to be like, you know what, I'm just gonna try, see where this fucking takes me, and wherever it takes me, I'm gonna take it further, and then I'm gonna take it further, and I'm gonna take it a little further, and I'm gonna push the needle a little bit more. And our ability to like do that is what has created the momentum that we have now. You know what I mean? Like you told me, like your group is like a hundred deep, which is insane. I keep I keep telling myself I need to fucking start a group. Like I have a page. I'm like I have a page that has like 99 maybe likes, but like now I need to start a group with some shit. Like you know what I mean? Like so it's like, dude, like even even I'm even I'm at fault too. Like I need to just start. Like sometimes 
we all just need to start and see where it takes us. Because even if it takes you in the wrong direction, at least you know that it's the wrong direction. Once you become aware of that, you know you can just change fucking directions. Like it's not a big deal to just change course. Um, I mean, Jim Rohn said it best, like you can't control the wind. Oh, dude, I was laughing so hard because I actually found the perfect fucking like example for this. But Jim Rohn says you can't control the wind, so you might as well be able to adjust your sails, right? I was watching this freaking video on Twitter today, man. And this lady was, the, the caption was like, I guess it must be too windy, huh? And so the ki- the lady was trying to throw this inflatable fucking air thing in the pool. And you know how the wind sometimes just blows that shit and flips it over. She tries to right. throw it in the pool and then she's like trying to jump on it. And then like she 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 waits and then it flips over. So then she jumps after it flips over. And then as she jumps, it flips over again because of the wind. And she falls straight into the water, doesn't even land on the inflatable thing at all, dude. And she just fucking wipes out in the water. And I'm just sitting <laughs> like, yep, you can't control the wind. But you can adjust your sail. <laughs> like I just got thinking, like you can adjust where the fuck you're gonna jump, but you can't control what the hell the wind is gonna do with that inflatable piece of whatever the hell you're putting in the pool. And it's true, man. Like you can't. You once you do something and you make that concrete decision, like okay, I'm gonna do this. You can't change shit. Like you, you can change shit after the fact, but like shit is gonna play out the way that it plays out. And you, you can just right. be along the ride at that point, and you can just be aware that you might need to adjust your sail at that point. But so many people are just afraid to even get in the water, man. Like so many people are afraid to even get in the boat to get on the water because they're afraid of like the things that might happen. They don't see that the the um, the the positive of it is learning how to sail, right? Like they don't see right. the positive as like, oh, I'm learning a whole new skill. I'm learning how to sail through the fucking wind in an abyss of unknown, that's an insanely great skill. Anybody that tells you that they can sail in the unknown of an open water, I'm like, holy shit, that's a good fucking skill. But so many people, like, they they won't even get in the boat, dude. And it's like, I don't understand how you can complain about your life when you haven't even tried something. You know, right. like, it's, at least you're trying. It's, you're trying. It's fear, it's, a lot of it is just fear of failure, I think. A lot of people are, are really, I mean, and it all boils down to being afraid of what other people are going to think about your failure. Yeah, um, exactly. opinions, because, man. Like when I first started this stuff, um, for example, a lot of people struggle with um, like, okay, I'm doing business stuff. Like, wait, I'm supposed to just post on my Facebook about what I'm learning. I'm supposed to just be like, hey, so I just learned some tips about my about email marketing today and i just want i'm just supposed to just put that up like because they've been using social media to connect with friends and family like just a normal person their whole life and and they are like um sorry okay and they and it's hard for them to make the switch right and um before i started doing any business stuff like I was trying anything and everything to get like out of my day job and find some sort of other way to make revenue. And somebody asked me to walk in a fashion show. I know I've talked with you about this before, but Uh, somebody um, asked me to walk in a fashion show um, for like a model that was um, like sick or something. So I did. And I was like, whoa, these people are getting paid for like getting their pictures taken. And I was like, (laughs) okay, I gotta try this shit. And, um, And they were saying that I could do it and that I had to look for it, but that's when I learned that I needed to be on Instagram because I wasn't using social media at all. Like, like 
my Facebook, wasn't using it because I was just like a couple of years before that, I was homeless and on drugs. I didn't want to put shit on Facebook. I didn't want anybody to know about anything that I was doing. Um, and so like, I didn't even log more in. More ashamed than like anything probably. Right, right. I just didn't want anybody to say, how's it going? Or how you been? And then <laughs> have like, to like... Fuck that question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Um, that's it's, it's going to be a long story. so (laughs) like I I wasn't on there at all and I had to get over that like barrier of like okay these like I was trying to get photographers and and, like trying to get signed by an agency so I can get paid I thought I would get a shitload of money and everything would be all good like that's how I thought it worked back then you know and um, turns out it's the same hustle as building up your business you have to build up a brand and then that brand is what people are going to pay you for. And you have to like be known for, for what you're doing, which means taking a shitload of photos and, and working with people. And Yo, so- I have a question. I have a quick random question. Did you ever take like like professional headshots? Um, I took a, they were, they were like semi-professional. Um, like actually, I think the guy is a professional photographer now. I should just say he's a professional, but he was like grinding. Like he had a day job. But he was like hustling as a photographer too. But um, but I took shots in a professional studio though. Like he, like we had studio time in this studio, and he had all his photographer stuff. <laughs> um, I don't and uh, and they had like uh, makeup artists, like the whole deal. So um, oh, but shit. I ended up, I ended up. That was actually the last shoot that I did. Um, because uh, I just stopped because I was starting to do business stuff too. And yeah. um, and I realized like I like this more. And even though I've been doing modeling for like six months, I've been doing uh, a shitload of Instagram, learning how to take my own pictures, learning how to edit my own photos. Um, <laughs> uh, like basically, I got all my really bad posts out of the way during that era. Like yeah. the post where I put up a photo and have no caption because I think that like, I could just say a witty two-liner and then that's cool. <laughs> Um, cause like people with a hundred thousand followers do that, but I got it's 40, like unless you got a, it's all that's good. Like unless you got a, like, unless you got a blue check mark next to your name, you're not going to get shit for no cap shit. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so like, I was doing stuff like that and, but I still had that barrier. Like I remember my first post, like the first post that I put like hashtag model in, I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? You're going to put this up. <laughs> I mean, like everyone's gonna see this. It's a picture of you on your porch, like oh, <laughs> um, from zero but, to hero, real quick. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but like, my point is, like, you, like you can't be afraid to fail, and you can't be afraid of what other people are gonna think of you. Yeah. You know, you just gotta it do passes. you. What you know is you, at least in the moment, and it might not always be you, but. Um, whatever is you in the moment right now is okay. Like that's perfect. And, um, and, and anybody who doesn't agree with that is wrong, even if they want to yeah. admit it, because that's how they want other people to feel about them. You know? Um, yeah. You know what I realized? You know what I realized is, and I'm sure you've noticed this is like the people, the people who actually do shit, the people who are actually in the right. fucking grind they're the ones who are actually acknowledging your work ethic. They don't give a shit about what the outcome is. They're like, dude, 
good job at actually executing on some like on something and the right. people give you like a critique and the people i mean yeah there's good people who like give you like uh like really good criticism they're like okay yeah maybe you should work on this yeah there's those people but i mean like the people who really like nitpick at your shit those are the people who like are not doing anything and they're just watching from the sidelines kind of being like why did you post it like that why did you do that why did you say that like what what this is weird like what and then you get the people who are actually like doing some shit and they're like yo that's a good message yo keep up the great work like yo like let's let's chat some more like yo and like you said like mm. when you start to just be yourself and you start to like put yourself out there in in what is you the people who like resonate with that the most come to you and they attract themselves to you it's not like you're forcing all of this crazy stuff on other people no they're actually like resonating with your message and they're saying like dude i actually really i really believe this and this actually like relates to me a lot and like i think that like you said you know a lot of people get so afraid of the failure and the criticism that they're gonna receive that they don't even like try and do it for themselves for the people that will resonate with them and that's almost like a disservice i feel to other people because the whole reason why I do what I do is to open people's perspectives to other people's stories. So it's like, if you're not exposing the parts of you that you're ashamed of, yeah, there's something wrong. Like you should at least be able to acknowledge, and I've talked about this before, your insecurities should be the, the parts of you that you're not willing to acknowledge. You should at least be able to acknowledge the parts of yourself that you don't like. And if you can even do it on camera and do it like not in a complaining way, like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. I don't have any confidence, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, no, like, I mean, like, do it in a tasteful way. People will resonate with that and they'll be more, like, willing to listen to you because of the fact that you're being you. You're not putting on this front that, like, oh, I have all these answers and I know what the fuck to do. You're like, oh, I'm just kind of doing what I think is best. And if anybody's got anything else that can maybe help me out, it would be greatly appreciated. But I'm doing the best that I can. Boom. There you go. Now, right. all of a you have a, a, a tribe, as you said, like that is following you based on, oh, I want to see this fool try to make it out. Like I want to see him excel. And then they start to become fans. And then they start to become like, oh, hey, like you're doing a great job. Like, let's keep it up. Oh, how can we brainstorm? Oh, let me help you with this. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then you create relationships. And that's basically like, that's what it's about, man, is like creating relationships that are meaningful, like how we have here, like that, like you said, like we've been talking for almost a damn year now, dude. You don't have any idea how cool it was to like have Johnny come fly out for my wedding and do a, like a like a videography thing, like, and I met him through Instagram. That's awesome, dude, like Tony Vick. Right. Like, you have any idea how cool it is to see like you talking with Tony Vick and him cheering you on? Like that shit makes me, like so happy because I'm like actually being able to get to a point where I get to know people. Dude, I had no friends before I started the social media thing. I had zero friends. Like my groomsmen, bro, like if I could have invited you and everybody else and you guys could have made it out on short notice, yeah, I would have invited you guys. You guys would have been my groomsmen. My groomsmen, bro, was my brother, my dad, my son, and my brother-in-law. Like I'm not lying, bro, like, I have no friends, man. Like you guys are my homies, so it's like, that's what it's about. It's about creating these authentic relationships because that ultimately is what gets you places. It's not about right. how many fucking people can I swindle into buying my product. It's like, how can I be myself enough to get people to feel like I'm normalized enough to really either buy from me, support me, be there for me, um, know that I have their backs. 
like whatever the case is. But even in like right. a CEO or a business leader, the people who excel and the people who grow are the people who care about the people that are under them or the people who don't view as under them, but the people who they view as working with them. And um, right. that's what I think you do a really good job of. And that's why I think you're gonna really, like you're really gonna grow. It's gonna multiply, man. Like everything that you're doing is gonna multiply, I swear to you. Um, but it's just gonna take a matter of time, but you're doing all the right things because like you said, like it's just a matter of being yourself enough to where people can relate to you. That's what it's about. That's like, that's right. honestly what it's about. And, and the thing is, I just wanted to like cut in real quick because um, this kind of like, ties it ties in um well it, it ties in 100 percent. but um like the, the one thing like for sure like like you mentioned this earlier um like when, we, when you mentioned like you wouldn't you don't know what you would tell yourself um like a long time ago is the one thing that i know that i would tell myself the only thing that i would tell myself is just to keep going yeah and that's it yeah because it's like, I don't want to divert myself off my path, but just to keep going because everything builds off of itself. And, and, and the reason that I mentioned that is um, when you make it not about you, when you make it about the other person, like whatever content that you're trying to, to deliver, when you're, when you're, instead of focusing on trying to not, um, like for example let's say you're really self-conscious on video like and you're thinking about what everybody is thinking and so that's holding you back and you don't want to do video um when you instead of trying to not think that instead of being like don't do that and just look normal look comfortable and if, we, if you're telling yourself that you're still doing it right and and, and the way to like completely just bypass that and, and to to like set like your progression marker like to start off at like a little higher level if you just focus on the value that you're bringing to the person that's watching and, and when you make that switch it almost becomes impossible to really give to really give that much of a fuck about what you think they're thinking about you because there's no room for that then there's, there's no room your 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 mind is focused on on whatever it is you're talking about. If you're talking about being comfortable on video, if you're talking about um, not knowing what the fuck you're doing and that you're just making a post because everyone says the post and so you're doing it, but um, you want to encourage other people to do it. If you stay on topic and stay on point, like, okay, how am I relating this um, to, to making it valuable to the watcher? If, if you always have that on your mind, there's no room to, to think about them judging you and and you'll start to progress like fast um at least that's been my experience and that's why i was doing live because it's like i can't edit whatever i say is what i say yeah and and um and it kind of forced me to only think about the value that i'm bringing because it's like once it's done it's done so i have to make sure that this is valuable and just stay on point and connect with everybody and, and um and now I do them in burger joints and walking down the street. <laughs> and, but um, but yeah, it's like um, that's what it's about. When you can focus on the other person um, and, and do that consistently, you're gonna grow. And um, and you might be the last one to see it, but but it's gonna happen, dude. That's and that's why I call you the that's why I call you the value king, man. I don't know if you saw my story the other day. But dude, that's why you're like the value king, man, because 
literally like that's all you do is you try and think of different ways to bring value while still incorporating like a way to bring the traffic into that like it, it, it's like a cool way that you kind of do it because you're not doing it in a salesy way at all which is amazing because that's very refreshing because nowadays nowadays honestly bro i feel like everybody who i talk to is just trying to sell me on something like even if it starts out as like a genuine hey what's up man like that's what's up yo how you doing good job oh by the way check out my shit please blah 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 blah, blah. it's like well, damn, where the fuck did that go <laughs> holy shit i thought we were, I thought we were vibing out what the hell? or that's it okay that's fine <laughs> right right yeah you do it in a way that's like oh how could how, like let's talk for a minute because i'm still learning and i'm still trying to figure things out as well and i think that's why like maybe like that might be why like i think we vibe so well is just because we're both like kind of at that starting point where we're like damn we just want to bring so much fucking value to people and like speak our message out and we're just trying to make it as lucrative as possible as we go but like to figure that part out we got to like at least build some upstanding relationships so we've like we've like incorporated like all these different types of like relationships with different people and it's like okay how do we grow from here and i think it's i think it's like really become less still even to this day of like how can i how can i manipulate these people into giving me more people and it's even been like, yo, how can I utilize my homie and see what he has to offer for me and see what we can do to help each other? And I think that that like really shifts like a huge paradigm because when you feel like you have at least somebody who's not in it for themselves and you have somebody who's in it for the other person, like you said, it like allows you to feel more at ease even when talking with that person. Because every time I talk with you, man, it's like, it's not even like you're you're trying to coach me, you're not trying to like you know sell me you're not trying to pitch something to me but at the same time if you've got something to offer you know you can always come to me and be like yo i got this i got this like please join me or if you know anybody please do that like whatever whatever it's gotten to like that point in the relationship and one of the main problems for people is like a they don't start because they're afraid of all this shit so they don't build those relationships and like right. be, they don't build any confidence behind it either. So they don't even know how to form these relationships because they haven't started. Because it takes a lot of confidence to like do what me and you do all the time, which is like, yo, um, like, uh, can you hit me up with this? Or let's talk about this. Or is there a way we can help each other out? Or how can I like promote this for you? Or like, let's talk about this or whatever. Like, it's hard for people to even do that. Like, I didn't even think that it was hard for people. But then when I started actually talking with people who do shit, I was like, this is kind of easy. You just kind of reach out to somebody on Instagram. It's not that hard to DM somebody. But people like really have like this frantic notion of like reaching out. And so like, I think just building those genuine relationships off of being yourself and off of like not selling people, but like befriending people is like the best way to go too. And I think like, maybe that's, that's another reason why you've grown so much since like even the last time you spoke on an actual live video. Cause dude, you've grown a lot since last time we, last time we spoke. Man, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny cause it's almost like going to the gym. If you do this every day, whatever it is that you do, you know, other people are gonna see your progression more than you. This is, it just seems like it's a, uh, the daily routine you know what i mean um like and but uh oh, shit, i was gonna say something i can't remember now though but 
basically something that you said um it reminded me um reminded me of something but fuck i can't remember um i hate that shit (laughs) but like (laughs) right (laughs) um (laughs) like but all this stuff it's it's like if if you just oh but with with dming and stuff i i really feel like all of that is like it, it it really stems from when you can just get out of out of your out of yourself and, and think about like because I was afraid to DM people too because I was DMing with a motive I was DMing like I'm gonna try to get this person to do this thing and so I'm nervous because how am I gonna do that and um, but if you think about it like if you actually just DM them to start a conversation and, and what like, yes you may have an idea that that um, where you might be able to get some personal gain later on down the road. But like that's not even connected. That's a whole nother thing. Like that should be way over here. Like, and, and the conversation that you're having the DM <laughs> is over here. Like this should be in a drawer, put away. You can like lock the drawer, throw the key over there. It's totally separate. Um, <laughs> Only the friendship unlocks that key. Only the friendship brings you that key. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and so, and and then you just like go at the friendship by being yourself. Like, don't do any weird shit. Don't be like, don't be a weirdo. Don't try to like be extra like um, awesome just for them. Like, like for example, um, I asked that. Uh, like, I've been a part of this Facebook group called a uh, Facebook group explosion, and it's about how to grow your your group. Um, and everybody in there has a Facebook group. Uh, there's a lot of people that have joined this group actually um, from from there uh, recently, and. Uh, the group owner, he has a course on growing groups and I haven't even gone through his course yet. I've just been implementing the stuff that I've been learning from being in that group and doing the 30 day like live video challenge inside of that group. And um, so I'm going live in there every day. And uh, just from what I've learned from being a part of that group, this group is more than tripled in the last month, in the last 30 days. And so like, I know that that grow your group to a thousand members within 90 days uh, course, I know that it's going to be legit or that it's legit. And so what I'm getting at is um, just the other day, uh, I just thought of this because like I started to like want to interview people in the Facebook group and then repurpose that for podcasts. And I want to make sure that, that I'm asking people to come on that are really bringing value, you know, and like that's why you're here. And so I wanted to ask him to come on as well, you know? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And so I said, you know, uh, let me ask him to come on. And and I re- I realized right when I was getting ready to ask him, like I just wanted to have him come on to like talk about growing Facebook groups, because um, I figured there's a lot of other people in this group who aren't a part of his group. And um, it just so happens that he's like rebooting his course right now. And I thought about that, and I thought I have a chance to like actually bring him some awesome value. I could be like, yo, like do you want to come in and do like a live? Um, in the group and uh like i know that you're just redoing your course and you're gonna sorry my, my phone's giving me notifications but um Hi. yeah I, I was like uh do you want to like come in and, and do a live and talk about what you do and what you know and then like you can plug your group you can plug your course afterwards and uh and he was like yeah dude fuck yeah that's awesome and um but the reason i asked him is because i've been in his group for a while and i've been like doing lives every day and working on providing value to everybody in the group like video commenting and replying to other people in there 
and like doing stuff that has gotten other people to, to like give me shout outs in the group and stuff for and so I know that he's aware of me he knows that I've been providing him value for a while and um and the whole point of this was I just wanted him to take time out of his time to like share stuff with you guys because I know that that's going to benefit me in the future like later on down the road just mm-hmm. just from you guys being happy that I brought it that you know and so um and it just so happened that he's going to be able to sell his course and he said yeah and then the next day he sent me a link to like an affiliate program so he's like hey Usually, um, I only give this to people who have already bought the course, but you're going through the 30 day challenge and like, um, I know you're totally legit. You promote everything the right way. So um, like just sign up right here and you can get an affiliate link. So basically he was like, yeah, I'll come on, I'll do the live video and, and you can drop your affiliate link. So instead of, and it's like, that's not even what I was going after or even trying to do. <laughs> and, um, but this is what happens when you build relationships with people and you offer value without even trying to get anything. You have the thing that you might even think of that you might be able to do locked away in some other box. Like in this case, that box didn't even exist. There was no box, there was nothing locked away. There was no key that had no idea. It was just like, hey, I want to do this for you because I'm just happy that you helped me grow my group like as much as you have in the past mm-hmm. month. And, um, and when you can get comfortable being yourself and just thinking about the other person and what you want to bring to the table to them um, and just do that consistently, like you're set. And if if that, if that sounds difficult, I just realized like, well, that it sounds easy when you say it that way. But if you're in like some like like a slump or where where, where you find difficulty um, or like a block through any of that, um, Sam is your man, like for real. Yeah. Um, Hit him up on social, uh, check out his podcast. Um, I'm going to link to his book as well in this post. And uh, But I got to end the, the Zoom uh, coming up here pretty soon. My phone is about to die and I wanted to cut out. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy to have you on, man. Is there anything that you wanted to add real quick? Um, no, man. I just I, I wanted to say thank you for like having me on and giving me like the platform again. Um, and then I just wanted to say like, you know, just like you said also, and I, I have like examples even in Florida, but just bring that high energy, like just whatever you're doing, even if you feel like you're, you're in a slump and you're not doing well and you just, your life's not exactly the way that you want it. Just keep bringing that high energy to the people that you come into contact with. And I promise you, I promise you, if you're being your genuine self and you bring that high energy, good things will happen good things will happen you just got to notice the the signs that's it just be aware just be aware and bring the high energy to the people you come into contact with and things will pan out that's right man um i love it thank you thank you for joining sam i really appreciate it um this is going to be up in the facebook group it's also going to be um, a podcast later on i don't know how many days away but um (laughs) yeah thanks for joining um Yo, could you send me the the audio for this as well, if you can? Uh, yeah, for sure. After I separate okay. it from the video, um, I gotta download the video. It takes a little while to do that from Zoom yeah. sometimes because I have to convert. Um, but yeah, I will for sure, 100. percent We thank you I've, all you guys for joining. Hell yeah! Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say I've been I've been slacking. I, I haven't done a podcast this week, so I'm gonna try and put this one on the next week's podcast and then I'm getting a few more interviews kind of in the works so I can get the podcast back up and running but yeah I'm gonna put this one on there for sure too right on right on yeah I'll send, I'll send you the uh, the audio file then before I put the music and stuff in there 
whenever you whenever you got it, man. No worries, no rush. Right on. Uh, and thank you guys for joining too, because you guys have been like patient and yeah. especially during the beginning. And um, yeah, really appreciate it. I'm glad that uh, that you guys were able to, to hop on and spend Friday evening with us. Um, but that being said, I'm gonna end this before my phone ends. <laughs> um, hope you guys are all having a good night. Take care. Good vibes. Peace. Okay, how do I end this? <laughs> Do I got to leave? Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the episode. Really appreciate it. I hope you got a ton of value from that. Um, Sam's book, Jericho's Journey. If you guys want to check that out, uh, you can go to ecombillionaires.com slash Jericho's Journey all one word or you can click the link in the description of this episode and just so you guys know tomorrow's episode is going to be all about why 99% of short-term strategies fail why 99% of short-term strategies fail so if you guys are interested in that uh, make sure you tune in for tomorrow's episode as well there will be links to Sam's social media um, his podcast the PRA podcast uh, his Instagram and uh and just all of his other stuff as well in the description. So make sure you check that out. Thanks for listening. And again, guys, take care. Thanks for listening to the episode, guys. Really appreciate it. Hey, you know, I wanted to share something with you guys. And I have some value that I really want to give out. And because I want to help. Like when I first started affiliate marketing... There's a shitload of people on the internet that are providing affiliate marketing training. And I wish you could see me as I'm air quoting um, <laughs> as I say that. Because there's so much just BS that you have to wade through. Because you can tell that, oh, this person just made this because they're trying to sell that. And, and the training is like half-assed. and Or it's just revolved around a hack or revolved around a process that's only going to work for a certain amount of time. Because it's like, oh, right now you could leverage the Facebook the Facebook platform by doing ads like this. But like six months down the road, there's been so many updates that it's outdated and the person doesn't update it. Or they update it and then you got to buy it again. Like, I'm against all training like that. And I just want to put that out there. Like, that's why you don't hear me promoting training that often. You hear me either talking about stuff that I'm doing or stuff that I'm trying to provide to you and that's it but um, my mentor Zach Crawford he's the guy that I've been learning all this stuff from the only high ticket course that I've ever bought access to is Zach Crawford and that's where I've been getting everything from and as soon as I can I'm going to be buying his, his accelerator program and going into his one-on-one coaching program and, and from there, you know, getting with the results that I get from that, going on to Russell Brunson's, at least as far into it as I can. Um, so I'm investing into myself as well. But I just want to let you guys know that I have this free training that Zach actually does. It's done by him, but he's letting me leverage it. So it's my funnel. Um, it's basically my little website that you can go on to and get this awesome training that's done by him uh, for free. And he's going to actually show you how to build a long-term asset. How to actually start doing this and build something that's not some flash in the pan, 
quick strategy that's going to be outdated in six months or just some bullshit that's just made so that you can buy something else. It's some actual real value. It's going to show you how he's became a super affiliate, how he's earned over seven figures doing this time and time again. And it's helped thousands of other people do the same thing. So if you guys are interested in that and you want to hop into this and just stop sitting on the sidelines and, you know, put some skin in the game and start learning how to do this stuff. Um, I made it easy for you guys. I know that you're listening to this on your phone right now. So instead of giving you a web address, uh, which actually I'll throw that out there too, just in case that's how you guys want to do it. You can go to ecombillionaires.com slash win, W-I-N. So that's ecombillionaires.com slash win. But if you guys don't want to do that right now, you can actually send a text message. Um, so you can pull out your phone. Uh, open up your text right now, and the number that you're going to want to text is 678, area code, 506-7543. So that's 678-506-7543. And I want you to text, please show me, all one word. So type Please show me. So that's P-L-E-A-S-E-S-H-O-W-M-E. So send that off and then just follow the instructions and then you'll get the first training sent to your inbox immediately. So if you're driving, you're at the gym, you're doing something else, you can just text, please show me to number 678-506-7543 and then follow the prompts on the screen. It'll ask for your email address. After you send that, then you send your email address afterwards. And then when you get home from the gym or when you get home from walking the dog or whatever it is that you're doing while you're listening to this, maybe driving in into work um, or home from work, when you get home, you'll have the first lesson of the training waiting for you in your inbox. You'll have Zach talking about his journey as a super, as a super affiliate and showing you how he made his first million. I think that's the first training. It's like an hour long training. It would be right there waiting for you. So I hope that that brings you guys some value. And I hope that you are capitalizing that opportunity. And hope you're all having an awesome day. Thanks for listening. Love all you guys.